Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Main Menu Hey everybody, this is Main Menu for the 28th of September, 2018. Your co-host Jason Castingway is speaking and he's going to try to make it quick because we have another tight show. We are going to be detecting falls, lights, and colors. Paul Henriksen brings us a discussion on the Apple Watch Series 4 and all of its new features, including fall detection. And Janine will be demonstrating light and color detection. This is with the Colorino and Color Star devices. Happy discovering! Hi guys, this is Paul Henriksen. I thought I'd have a discussion with you today concerning the new Apple Watch Series 4. I've had mine for a couple of days and it's pretty neat. Those of you who have Apple Watches, you know they come in two sizes, the 38mm and the 42mm size. The Series 4 has a slightly larger screen. It's also slightly thinner than the Series 3. It comes in 40mm and 44mm sizes. So those are the two sizes, 40 and 44mm. So it's 2mm bigger with each size. The colors, as I understand, are silver, space gray, and rose gold. Let's talk about how the watch is slightly different. They've moved some things around a little bit and kind of changed some things on it. Notably, they've moved the microphone from the left side of the watch over to the right side of the watch. The, as you might remember on the Series 3, the microphone and the speaker were on the same side of the watch on the left side. They've moved the microphone over to the right side now and they've placed it just below the digital crown. So you've got the digital crown, you've got the microphone, and then just below the microphone you've got the side button like you've seen on the Series 3. The difference is the side button is about half the size of what it used to be and it's also totally flush with the side of the watch so it doesn't kind of stick out anymore like the Series 3 side button did. The digital crown also now has haptic vibrations so as you turn the crown clockwise or counterclockwise you'll feel little clicks as it turns. Let's talk about some of the new features in the watch series 4. There's more memory now. They've doubled the memory. I believe the series 3 had I think 5 or 6 gigabytes of memory and the watch 4 series 4 now has 12.5 gigabytes of memory so they've pretty much doubled the memory now. The volume has been enhanced because the new Watch 4 has a better speaker so the volume is going to be louder now at a hundred percent. I don't have a Watch 3 where I can compare it but at a hundred percent. 6 p.m. Sunday September 23rd 93 degrees mostly clear wind from the northwest 10 miles per hour gentle breeze rain unlikely snow unlikely no gusts very low ultraviolet frost unlikely humidity 16 percent so that's my that's my volume that happens to be weather gods by the way right there so that's my volume at 100 percent i don't know if it's that much louder but perhaps i'd have to have a series three that i could compare it to also they've increased the speed for loading apps so since it's a 64-bit processor now instead of a 32-bit processor as i understand it the apps can load faster so you will be able to load your apps a little bit faster one of the other new features is called wrist raise for siri and so you know you used to have to use the wake word on the watch before and uh, or you would press the, the crown and talk to siri now you can simply just raise your wrist and talk to siri without using the wake word so i can raise my wrist and say what's the weather It's currently clear and 93 degrees in Clovis. Temperatures are heading down from 93 degrees this evening to 75 tonight. So, and that can be turned on or turned off, the wrist raise. It's found on the watch app on the phone under general, and it's called uh, wake screen. So let me turn on my phone here. 6.02 p.m. And we'll turn this up so you can hear it. And we'll go into we'll go into the watch app because I need to show you some other things in the watch app anyway. So let's bring up the watch app. 
Open watch. Watch. My watch. Heavy. All right. So now that we've got the watch app up, we'll go down to where General is. Pause Apple Watch. My module. And I flick to watch. the right here. And there's General. So we'll go into General. Selected. My watch. Back and we'll go down general quite a ways here. ID. But back enable hand off. Hand off left wake screen. And button. there's wake screen right there. And so we'll tap on wake screen. Double tap on wake screen. Selected. General. Back button. And now we'll kind of flick right and go through wake screen and look at some of the things in there. Wake screen. Heading. Wake screen on wrist raise. On. So right now wake to toggle setting. Right now wake screen on wrist raise is on. If I turn wake screen on wrist raise off then when I raise my wrist, I will not be able to ask the question. But with it on, I can raise my wrist and say, what's the date? It's Sunday, September 23rd, 2018. And there we go. So there are some other things. If you turn wrist raise on, there are some other things in here. Wake screen on wrist raise. Wake screen on wrist raise. That, that's, a, that's a tongue twister for you. Wake screen on crown up. On. Wake screen on crown up is on, so I'm assuming that means when you press the crown, it will wake the screen. Auto launch audio apps off. Auto launch audio Double apps. To toggle setting. I have that turned off. I don't like that on because what it would do is it would launch the last audio player that I had whenever I brought my watch up, and I kind of found that annoying, so I turned that off. On screen wake show last app heading. On screen show last app, and I can have different things here that I can set up. I don't have any of them on. I think I have. While in session. While in session. Selected. Within two minutes of last use. That's the one I have within two minutes of last use. Within one hour of last use. Within one hour or... Always. Always. So those are the things that you can do with wrist raise. And I'm going to not use wrist raise since I've already demonstrated it to you. So I'm going to go back here and I'm going to turn it off. With it, so what? On, auto lock. Wake screen on crown up. Wake screen on wrist raise. On. Off. See, so now if I turn it off and I go to the right again. Wake screen on crown up. I have that one. Double tap auto launch audio apps off. And that one. Double on tap heading. But none of the other ones. Now there's an on tap. Selected. Wake for 15 seconds. And that's just wake for 15 seconds or. Wake for 70 seconds. Wake for 70 seconds. But I don't have those other things in there about how long do you want to show the, the last app that you used. That's not there anymore. General. That button. My watch. So let's that get button. out. Let's get out of general. So that's how wrist raise works, and it's kind of neat. If you want to talk to Siri without using the wake word, you can do that. So now that I've turned that off, if I raise my wrist now, what time is it? I can do that till I'm blue in the face, and she won't talk to me anymore. So kind of sad and lonely, but that's the way it is. This is not new, but I just bring this up because you want to note that you can only have... 10 apps on the dock. The dock is reached by pressing the side button on your watch, which is now smaller, and the one that's flush with the side. 6.05 p.m. So the first time I do it, usually it will tell me, it'll put me on the watch face and give me the information on the watch face. So if I press it again. Dock, work out. So these are the apps, down to select a custom these are the apps that I have in my dock. Work out, breathe, wallet, watch calc, just press record, Chamberlain, messages, chirp. Mail. Now playing. All apps. Button. And all apps will show me all of the apps. To add apps to your dock, you have to go into the phone, the watch app on the phone, and go into dock. Now, the two things you can set in the dock, you can set it for recents to show your recent apps that you've had open, or you can set it for favorites. I have mine set for favorites. And then I can go in and I can edit those positions in the dock, and I can put my favorite apps in the dock. We're not going to go over that here today. There is an excellent tutorial, by the way, that you might be interested in that Mystic Access has done. Lisa Salinger has done the tutorial, and she's really done an excellent job on the Apple Watch and showing you how to use all of its various features. So I would commend that tutorial to you guys if you want to purchase that from Mystic Access. I get nothing for it, but I purchased that particular tutorial because I wanted to learn more about my Apple Watch and I was pretty pleased with it. So let's talk about the number of complications that you can put on these various faces. They've got a lot of new faces here and the number of complications that you can add to the face depends on what face it is. Some faces 
can only have two applications. Some can have three. Some can have four. There are a couple of new faces, though, one in particular that can have up to eight complications on the face. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that. Now, you can do this in one of two ways to add complications to the various watch faces that you're playing with. You can do it through the watch. And so what you would do is you would go to your watch face and you do a hard press and it would bring it up to where you could add another watch face. I find doing it this way, it doesn't show you too many watch faces, so it's probably easier to add the watch face from the phone, from the watch app on the phone, and then maybe go ahead into that watch face on the watch and then maybe change some of the different complications. But you can do it on the phone, and I'm going to show you today how to do it from the phone because it'll probably be easier to do that. So we're going to bring up the, we have the watch app open here. General. And what we're going to do is we're going to go to Face Gallery. Face selected. Face Gallery. Tap. Face Gallery. Heading. And there's Face Gallery. So now we're going to start at the top left of the of the phone so that we can flick right and see what's in the Face Gallery. New and Watch OS. Heading. New and Watch OS. So we'll just... And what it does, it's going to show us a couple of the new ones that they've kind of highlighted here. So we're going to flick to the right. Infograph. Eight complications. UV index. Weather. Calendar. Earth. Solar. World clock. Cupertino. Timer. Activity. So you can see they've got eight, eight complications in there, and they've kind of added some of the stuff that they feel is pretty neat. They've added complications in there that they seem to like. So if we flick to the right again. Infograph modular. Five complications. Date. Earth. Activity. World clock. Cupertino. Weather. So I bring up this particular complication because... This one says it has five complications, but in actuality, it can have six complications. But we'll flick to the right again just so you can see what else is here, and you can excuse my laryngitis here that I have today. Kaleidoscope, three complications. Breathe, heart rate, date. And there's Kaleidoscope only has three. Breathe, two complications. Heart rate, weather conditions. And Breathe only has two. Fire and water, three complications. Weather conditions, sunrise slash sunset, date. Now, I don't know how many of these complications will work with voiceover. That may be, if they're, if they're analog complications where they actually have watch hands, they may not work so well with voiceover. You'll have to experiment. Liquid metal. Three complications. Weather conditions. Sunrise slash sunset. Date. Vapor. Three complications. Weather conditions. Sunrise slash sunset. Date. So uh, these are some of the, we're not going to look at them all, but these are some of the complications that they, or the watch faces that they talk about with their various complications. But what they've also done is I can use my rotor to go to headings here. Speaking rate, headings. Let's go to headings. And now I can flick down and to the different headings that they've got. Activity, heading. And these are all the complications in here that have to do with activity, or all the watch faces, I should say, that have to do with activity. Activity analog, rings, wide. Three complications, weather conditions, workout, heart rate. And there's a number of activity watch faces here. Astronomy, heading. Here's an astronomy set for watch faces with their various complications. Astronomy, Earth, two complications, date, weather. Here's another one. Breathe, heading. There's a breathe heading, its watch faces, and its various complications. Heading not found. And that's it. So that's all the, the watch faces, in their, and they all have tons of watch faces in Liquid there. Middle. Let's go back up here. Let's go look at that one that had only the five complications that I told you about. Watch OS. Infograph. Infograph modular. The one, that says, the one that says Infograph Date, modular. World clock. Cupertino. Weather. Now, the one that I'm using is just modular. That's the one I've been using with my Watch 3. So if you get a Watch 3 and you upgrade to Watch 4 and you do a backup, it will probably just put the modular face on your watch and it'll put the same complications that you had on it when you had Watch 3 now that you've got watch 4 but let's look at this infograph modular infograph modular date earth activity world clock cupertino weather so let's double tap on this one selected face gallery and remember you can do this on the you can do this on the watch if you want to it's a little bit trickier on the phone cuz you kind of got to find out where the picker list is there's going to be a description on the top of here that tells you about the watch face and that sort of thing and then we've got to find where the first position is complications heading Date, Friday 23, button. Okay, there's the date, and they don't tell you where that actually is located, but somewhere on this watch face, the date complication is there. 
If I double tap on this particular complication, all I can do is have the date or I can turn it off. So if I don't want the date there for some odd reason, I can turn it off, but I'm going to leave it there. So let's go, let's flick to the right and go to the next space where we can see what complication is there. Top left, Earth, button. And there's Earth. It's probably a picture of the revolving Earth. I don't know, but probably nothing that we could use as blind users. So I'm going to double tap on this. Top left, Earth. Now I gotta find the picker list. Complication picker, earth, adjustable. Usually they put you somewhere in the middle of the list. You can see it says swipe it kinda of, since I have my hints turned on, it tells me to swipe up or down so I can pick the complication. I'm gonna flick up and go to the very top of the list of complications. Save, 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 hard, and that'll explain move, them as I come down. So, so time, UV, walkie, weather, weather, wind, work, world, world clock, world clock, world clock, New York. Okay, there's world clock you New York, and that's at the very top of the list. World Clock Cupertino. There's World Clock Cupertino. That's the second complication. So I'm just going to kind of cruise down this list here. Workout. There's Workout. So if you want to do uh, outdoor walk or run or bike or swim or elliptical, that's where all that stuff would be. Wind. And there's Wind. I'm assuming that would be Wind Speed. Weather Conditions. Weather Conditions. Now that's different from Weather because Weather Conditions is at least going to tell you whether it's sunny or cloudy or raining, that sort of thing. Weather. And there's Regular Weather. Walkie Talkie. There's walkie-talkie. That's something we'll talk about later. UV index. UV index. Timer. Timer. Solar system. Solar system, which my wife says is, a, according to her, it's a very small. It's hard to see. I guess it's a picture of the entire solar system with all the planets moving around. Solar. And solar, she says, is a picture. It shows the sun where it is in the sky at that particular time of day. Pedometer. There's pedometer. That's I'm not sure if that's pedometer plus plus. I use an app called pedometer plus plus. I'm not sure if this is the same app or not, but it is a pedometer for keeping track of your steps. Music. And there's Apple Music. Moon. And there's Moon. I'm assuming that would show the phases of the moon. Just press record. Now there is one app that I do have installed on my watch called Just Press Record for recording lectures and things like that. It happens to show that app on my watch. On so, or that application. So it shows the app, the or not application, but complication. So it shows the complication here in this list. But I'll explain something in a second. Heart rate. There's heart rate. Favorites, Vani. So what this is, is these are all of the favorites that I have in my favorites list on my phone for people that I call. That's my wife right there. So I can tap that and I can put her picture in one of the spaces as a complication. So when I tap on that particular complication, a dialogue will pop up where I can send her a text message, I can call her, I can FaceTime with her, that sort of thing. So that's kind of neat if you wanted to have a, almost it's almost like a speed dial for your watch, I guess. So here, I'll just kind of get through the rest of these favorites here. Favorites, Rebecca. Favorite, favorites, Emily. Favorites, Bethany. And those are my children. Earth. There's an Earth one. I'm assuming that's that Earth one we saw before. Date. There's date. Breathe. Breathe. Battery. There's battery, which I'm probably, that's probably what I'm going to put there is battery, because I like to know what my battery level is. Aki. I didn't know what this was for a while. Aki. What the heck is Aki? And then so I, I put it on character so I could read it, and I found that it was AQI. So I figured out it probably has to do with air quality index. So if you need to know what the air quality index is each day, there you go. Activity. There's activity to tell you how your rings are doing and how you're doing on standing and walking and all the rest of that stuff. Off. And there's off. So if you didn't want any application there, you could turn that off and leave that, uh, I shouldn't say application, that complication. If you wanted no complication there, you could turn that off and leave that particular space blank. But let's go ahead and let's go back up and put battery in there. Activity. Okay. Battery. Okay. So there's battery. I don't really need to double tap on it. I can just move. So if I move to the left now. Top left. Battery. Button. Date, Friday See, see there's date. Button. There's date that we saw, but the next one first one we put it on top left. Top left battery. Was battery. Now so now if we flick to the right again. Complication picker. Battery. There's the complication Adjustable. picker that we saw. Now so I'm assuming let's see if I top left battery button. Let's see if I double tap this if it'll make if it'll make the complication picker go away. Top left battery. Okay, so here's let's flick to the left again where date is. Date. Friday twenty top there's left. There's battery. battery. Now let's flick to the right again. Middle, off. Aha, uh -huh, it's off. So there's middle. So now middle has nothing in it. So again, we might double tap on here. Middle, off. Find the picker list. Application picker, 
And let's Adjustable. go see what we can come up with here. Let's uh, let's put activity there. Why not? We'll double tap on activity. Complication picker. Activity. In case we want to, case we want to keep track of our rings or something. Middle activity button. So top left date. Here's Friday, here's date. Here's we got. Here's what we got so far. We got date. Top left battery. We got battery. Middle activity. We've got button. activity in the middle. Complication picker. Activity. There's our Adjustable. picker. Middle activity button. Middle. Let's see activity. if we can get that picker to go away. Bottom left activity. Aha, uh -huh, we've got a duplicate here, so now here's bottom left, so we're going to have to hit this again. Bottom left, activity. Find the picker. Complication picker, activity, Aki, battery, breathe, date. Hmm, what should we put here? We've already got date. Earth, favorites, favorites, favorite, 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 heart rate. I could put a favorite there. I could put, like, my wife's number there, so if I tapped on her, I could do that. Just press record. Moon, music, pedometer. Yeah, let's put, why not? Why not put, um, hmm, let's put... Let's put pedometer here. Okay, we'll do pedometer. Why not? So we double tap. Pedometer. There's, now there's pedometer. Bottom left. Pedometer. Button. So now we've got. Middle. Top left. Battery. Date. We've got Friday, date. We've got Button. date. Top left. Battery. Battery. Button. Middle. Activity. Activity. Button. Bottom left. Pedometer. pedometer. Complication picker. There's pedometer. our picker, but we Adjustable. can we can just pass over it Slide and move on. To select a bottom middle world clock Cupertino. There's world clock. Maybe we don't want world clock there, so again we would double tap. Bottom middle world clock Cupertino. Complications. Find the picker. Heading. Complication picker. Workout. Wind. Weather conditions. Let's put weather conditions. Why not? Complication picker. Weather conditions. Okay. Adjustable. So now we've got weather bottom conditions. Middle, weather conditions. Compli bottom right weather. Button. And there's weather, but we already got weather conditions, so let's go fix that one. Bottom right, weather. Bottom right, weather. But heading not found. Complication Find picker. My picker. Weather. Walkie-talkie. UV index. Timer. Solar system. Solar. Pedometer. Music. Let's put music. Why not? Complication picker. Okay, so now we got Adjustable. music. Bottom right, music. Button. Bottom right. So here music. we are. Now, let's look at our, let's see what we've got here. The infograph faces make the most of a new date. Friday 23. Button. So we've got date. Top left battery. Button. Battery. Middle activity. Activity. Button. Bottom left pedometer. Pedometer. Button. Bottom middle weather conditions. Weather. Button. Bottom right music. Music. Button. My watch. Tap. So we've got four. we've got Bottom one, right. two, three, four, five, six. Friday twenty three. So we've Button. got our six complications. So all we have to do now is flick over to the left, and we can add this particular face to our collection of watch faces on our watch. Complications. The infograph faces make the add button. And we double tap that. Selected. Add. And tap. now face gallery. We've got that watch face has been added to our list of watch faces that we have on the watch. And if I bring up my watch. 6:20 p.m. Let's see what we got here. Battery. 68%. Sunday. September. Sunday. September 23rd. There's our date. Battery. 68%. So it should put us on this particular face. 6:20 p.m. Battery, 6.20 p.m. Activity. Moving. Yep, there's activity. calories. Exercising, zero minutes. Standing, five hours. So it's showing me what I've done with my, how my rings are doing here. 12 a.m. No activity data. No activity data. 6 a.m. Moving, 53 calories. At 12 p.m. Moving, 120 calories. So let me, Exercising. let me zero hit minutes. my, Standing. let me hit my watch crown and come out of here. Overcast. And see what Matches watch available. face I'm at, we're actually watch on face. here. 6.21 p.m. Activity. Moving, 1, 12 a.m. No, 6 a.m. Moving, 53 calories, 18%. Sunny, 92. Now playing. Now playing. Sunny, 18%. 6 p.m. Moving. Now it is showing me all of my. It is showing me all of my activities and all that. I don't know why it's not showing me the music that I put on here because I did put the music on here now. But if I didn't like any of this, I could go into my watch here. 6:21 p.m. Activity. Moving. And I could go to activity, and I could I could hard press on this watch face, and I could go through each one of these complications. So if I do a hard press on here, and I customize it, and I double tap on customize, now I can go through each one of these on the watch. There's battery. There's activity. Pedometer plus plus selected. Adjustable. Editing bottom middle complication. Weather conditions selected. Editing bottom right complication. Music selected. Adjustable. And if I didn't like turn any of these, see now I can just item. I can Slide turn the digital crown or I can just flick up or, or down, down with a finger. finger. To adjust the value. 
So I can use the digital crown to do it by turning the digital crown. Music selected. Option 16 of 28. Or plus plus selected. I'm turning the digital crown. Solar selected. Option 8. Solar system selected. Option 19 of 28. Or I can just flick up or down. Editing top left comp. Aki selected. Activity selected. Off selected. Option See? 1 of activity. Aki battery brief selected. Date selected. Option 6 of 28. And if I don't like that, I can also, what I can do now is I can just hard press again. Editing middle complication. Finished customized. Infograph modular. Customizable. So I'll, I'll hard Infograph press on modular. this again. Customizable. Infograph modular. Customizable. Customize. And I can customize it like I showed you a second ago. Delete. Or I can delete it. Infograph. And so I'll delete it. Eight complications. So Memory. now the only Memory two faces that I happen to have on my watch right now are the infograph that I've set that has eight, eight complications on it or... Let me get bring my watch back up again here. 6:23 p.m. and 22 seconds. Let's hard press the watch. Infograph customizable. Eight complications. Battery. Weather conditions. Favorites. Date. Heart rate. Workout. Pedometer plus plus. Music. So that's what that one has on it. So let's bring it back up again. Or I can flick seconds. to the right. Sunny. 92. Hard press the watch again. Sorry. Infograph customizable. Modular. Customizable. And, Five and that's the one I normally use. Modular. So that's the only two I have on here now. Or I can add a new face. Double if I double tap on that, if I double tap, it will let me pick another face type from my watch. But it doesn't show me as many as if I do it from the phone. So let me go back over here to modular that only has the five complications. You, you can change faces on your watch by not hard pressing and flicking to the left or right. You can do a three finger flick left or right. But I find that it doesn't work well all the time. I have difficulty getting it to do what I want it to do all the time. But normally I should be able to flick right or left and, and hopefully turn my watch on here. 6.24 p.m. And try to get it to change. Page two of two. There's watch, there's infograph. Now I'll try it again. Control center. Nope, see? Overcast. Arrange apps. Watch face. 6.24 p.m. and 45 seconds. I find, it's, I find it's just easier to hard press the watch, modular. flick to the right, Five complication. and just hit modular. So I think, that's, I think it's much easier to, to do that. The reason I'm using modular, I said I would mention something about this later. I have two complications on my modular face that don't appear in any of those lists. I have one called Weather Gods that you guys might know about, and I have another called Fantastical that you guys probably know about. It doesn't show either of those in those lists where I can pick whatever complication I want in that particular position. They don't show up in that list. I don't know why they don't show up in that list, but they don't. So what I decided to do was to go ahead and have use the other face that had eight complications and do it that way, where I can set up another face with eight complications that had workout and music and some of those other things, and then switch to the particular face that I wanted to use. Let's talk a little bit about LTE or cellular. So if you have the LTE version of the watch or the cellular version of the watch, when your phone rings, you can wake up your watch and it'll bring up a dialogue where you can decline the call answer the call or send the person a message. So if you answer the call, you can talk to the person using your watch. That's kind of neat to be able to do that. And that way, if you don't happen to have your phone with you, you can answer the call on your watch. Maybe go ahead and go find your phone, pick up your phone, and then continue the conversation on your phone. Walkie Talkie is another new feature. It's not on the Watch 4. It's a new feature in, in Watch OS 12 that allows you to use the watch as if it were a walkie-talkie. So you can go into the walkie-talkie app and you can go into your contacts and you can pick people that you might want to talk to. They will, have, they will get an invite from you and they will have to either allow it or not allow it. And then you can double tap on the talk button and talk to them and double tap to stop it and they can double tap on their talk button and they can talk to you just like with a walkie-talkie. We've had a bit of trouble with it today with some of the other main menu team. We've been kind of playing with it a little bit. And I imagine everybody who got their Apple Watches this weekend is are all trying to do walkie-talkie. And there's probably 2 million people trying to use walkie-talkie. And maybe they've overloaded the servers or something like that. 
but you can add recipients to it and you can talk to that person. So that may, might be kind of neat to use with a family member if you have different family members. Here's a couple of other new features in Watch Series 4 that I almost forgot to mention. The first one can be found in Emergency SOS. So I've got my watch app up on my phone and we'll go to Emergency SOS. Passcode, Emergency SOS. And we'll double tap on this one. Select it, my watch, back button. It's kind of funny, sometimes when I do this I want to say double click, but it's actually a double tap, isn't it? Because we're not using a mouse. So here we are in Emergency SOS. And there's a couple of things I want to comment on in here. This is where you can set up Emergency SOS and you can put in your contacts so they can be notified if emergency services needs to be called. And as you know, if you hold down the side button on your watch for a certain amount of time, it will automatically call emergency services. But let's look at a certain feature in here that you might want to consider turning off. You can choose to notify automatic dot hold side button off. Hold side button. Double tap to toggle setting. You might want to turn this off if you are prone to holding down that side button for a little longer than necessary. Maybe you hold down the side button so that you can power off your watch and then power it back on again. But if you hold it down too long, emergency services is going to get called and then they're going to call you and find out if you're okay. So if you're concerned about that, you might want to come in here and turn this particular item off. That way, should you hold down the side button for too long, it won't call emergency services. You will have to flick right past the power off button to be able to call emergency services. Let's continue on. Emergency fault detection on. Double tap to toggle setting. This is a new feature in Watch Series 4 fall detection. This is automatically turned off by default, but it's automatically turned on, as I understand it, for those who are above age 65. So if you would like to turn this on, you can come in here and just turn this button to the on position. Let's read the items that it says here. Apple Watch can initiate emergency SOS if you take a hard fall and don't seem to move. Before the call, Apple Watch will alert you it has detected a fall. If you don't respond, it will tap your wrist, sound an alarm, and then call emergency services. And the last item here. Apple Watch cannot detect all falls. So it's telling you that it cannot detect all falls. This is a new feature in Series 4. Let's back out of this SOS menu here, or dialog here, and look at the next feature. My Watch. Back button. Emergency SOS. Button. And this one can be found in Heart Rate. So let me go find Heart Rate. Brightness and text. Past emergency at private heart rate. Button. And we'll double tap on this one. Selected. My watch. Back button. As those of you who have Watch Series 3 know, you can set this up to detect a heart rate higher than a certain amount, so that if your heart rate goes to a rate above a certain amount for a specified amount of time, your watch will notify you that you might want to seek medical attention. So let's flick through this dialog. Heart. Heart health. Apple Watch can help you. Heart rate notifications. Heading, high heart rate, 120 BPM, button. This is the one that is available for Series 3, and I happen to have mine set for 120 BPM. Let's continue on. Receive a notification when Apple Watch detects a heart rate that rises above 120 BPM while you appear to have been inactive for 10 minutes. And we'll continue on. Low heart rate, 40 BPM, button. This is a new feature in Series 4. So now... Besides detecting your high heart rate, you can also detect a low heart rate. If I double tap on this button, heart, back button, and I flick through, low heart rate, off, I can turn it off, selected, 40 BPM, that's my selection that I've chosen, 45 BPM, and lastly, 50 BPM, 50 BPM. So this is new in series four. There's a third feature available in Series 4, or it will be available in Series 4. It's not available at the time of this recording. Series 4 has the ability to perform an electrocardiogram, or ECG. The watch has a ceramic back with two electrodes placed in it. I guess it's different from the way Watch 3 had their backing. I think their backing was metal, 
with a little small part with the two electrodes, but the Series 4 has an entirely ceramic backing. That comes in contact with your wrist, and that's what's used to measure your pulse and your heart rate. So if you wear your watch on your left wrist, as I do, what you will do when the electrocardiogram app comes out is you will place a finger from your right hand on the digital crown, and that will complete the circuit. And then within 30 seconds, I believe, the watch will perform an electrocardiogram, and it will give you the ability to save that data as a PDF and send it to your physician. However, this particular feature is not available at this time, but will be available later this year. You might want to note that if you have a Series 1, 2, or 3, probably even Series 0, and you have a collection of watch bands, all of your watch bands will work on the new 40 and 44 millimeter watch, so you won't have to go out and buy a bunch of new bands. If you've got a 38 millimeter watch, they will work on the 40. If you've got a 42 millimeter watch like I had, they will work on the 44. So you can go ahead and use those same watch bands. Charging stand seems to work okay, no problem there. So let's wrap this up and ask the all important question, should you upgrade? Well, if you have a watch zero, which is the first version of the watch that came out, or maybe even a watch one or a watch two, series two, yeah, you might want to consider if you can get the money together, you might want to consider upgrading because you're going to get the larger speaker, so you're going to get the louder Siri and the louder voiceover. You're going to get the double of memory, doubling of memory. You're going to get where they've moved the microphone over to the right side, just below the digital crown and above the side button. So they've moved it away from the speaker, which should probably help in that respect. And you're going to get the ability to have up to eight complications on the watch face. So that's kind of neat to be able to do that. Now you might want to note that Apple has a buyback program, so you can take your old watch into the Apple Store. I took my Watch 3 in, which was a non-cellular version. My Series 3 was a non-cellular version. I took it into the App Store, into the Apple Store, and I got $175 for it. So I could put that $175 towards the purchase of my Series 4. If you've got an LTE version of, let's say, a Series 3, you might get upwards of maybe $250, and that'd be a nice chunk of change to apply to the Series 4 LTE version, because the LTE version for the Series 4 is going to cost you $529. The, and that's for the 44 millimeter version. The 40 millimeter version will cost you $429. They only add $29 whether you'd go from non-cellular or non-LTE to LTE. So a 40 millimeter watch is going to cost you 400 and a 44 millimeter watch is going to cost you 500 and then just add $29 to each of those prices if you want to have the LTE version of that watch. So that's what I have for you today and I guess I'll say this because it would be fun. This is Paul Henriksen for Main Menu. Hi everybody, this is Janine and today I have a tale of two color identifiers. Now the world of color identifying has been a confusing and frustrating place for a lot of us over the years. There are two products I'm going to review today, color identifiers. They are both standalone products, so they don't have an app, they don't have anything like that that you need to worry about. And both of them are very valid products. It's just a matter literally of how much info you want and how much money you're willing to spend for that info. Both of these products are available through the American Printing House, APH.org, and we will start with the Colorino. Now, the Colorino's been around for a while, and this particular device is also available from other places. I just happen to be looking at it on the APH website to compare and contrast with the next device that we're going to be talking about, which is the Color Star. The Colorino is around $229. It identifies, I'm not sure exactly how many, I want to say 1,600 colors, but I could be incorrect on that. And that includes uh, shades and variables of colors. The Colorino also has a light detector and it has a headphone jack. 
It is operated by two AAA batteries, and it comes in a very nice little case with a little screwdriver tool to unhook the battery compartment. The downfall of my Colorinos has been that the battery door comes off. For some reason, I drop it, whatever, the battery door comes off. It is made of a hard plastic that has actually a, it, it's a fairly grippable feel, so there's a little bit of a texture to it. It's not like a shiny plastic, but it is a very hard surface, and it's pretty forgiving to being dropped, however. It does not, to my knowledge, have lanyard capability. However, I could be wrong on that. As I said, it does have a headphone jack. It does not also, to my knowledge, have a volume control. Now, there may be some way to control the volume, but I haven't seen that. And the volume on it is appropriate but in some cases kind of loud. It will not do the following things. It will not tell you the color of lights. So it can tell you to very small degrees, little tiny LEDs, whether they're on or not, uh, whether they're producing light, but it will not tell you the color of that light in most cases. Now sometimes you can get a color, but it's kind of iffy and it wouldn't be something I would, uh, I would predict necessarily or want to rely on. So that's the Colorino. I'm sure I'm missing a lot of its attributes, but honestly, this has been my standby color detector for many, many years, and it does a great job. As with any color detector, you want to hold it right up to the surface of the thing uh, whose color you're trying to identify. And as with a lot of color detectors, it can have problems with some colors. Uh, yellows, it's not particularly great at. Sometimes subtle shades, there's no way to really compare, you know, a plum to a burgundy or something like that. Onto the stage comes the next step up. Now for years, the next step up was going to be a wand looking device, that's how I, I call it, from APH. And it was, I'm not recalling the name right now, but it was like almost $1,000. So it was a big step up in color detection. Well, the color star is in that medium range. The price on it, first of all, is $449. And that's $449, not $4.49, folks. And it has a bit different system for detecting color. It does break the light down and analyze it a lot more into RBG values and things like that. There are also other ways you can analyze the light that you're getting back from the object that you're trying to test, which is how color detectors work. They shine a light on something and then they take a reading based on what that light is telling them. Um, the reflection of that light. The Color Star has a few more functions. First of all, it's a bit smaller than the Colorino. It fits nicely in your hand. I would say it's a little bit bigger and longer than a 9-volt battery. It's actually about the size of an old cigarette lighter, if any of you remember those. The Color Star also comes in a nice little leather pouch-type case with a magnetic uh, closure and a lanyard. And there's a little hole in the top of the case. You can slip the lanyard through, so it's always in the case very nicely. You can also turn it on and off. Now, the Colorino is always on. Unless you take the batteries out, it is always on, which can be quite interesting when you put it in a suitcase, um, especially if you just toss it in there without putting it in you know, its case or something. So it is on all the time which means that if those buttons get pushed down, your batteries are gone. The Color Star, on the other hand, there is a way to turn it on. The Colorino has two buttons on it and a speaker and a headphone jack, and that's it. The Color Star has three buttons. It also has a headphone jack. And again, that's it. You cannot, well, you can, but you're, it's not recommended that you get into the color star to change the battery. You can certainly do that though if you need to. Uh, it has a USB charging port also, so that's the way this thing recharges itself is via USB. And I can tell you that it holds a battery charge amazingly long. I charged this at convention when I bought it 
And as of now, in mid-August, it is only down to 70%. And I probably use this thing one or two times a day. The battery life on the Colorino is also quite good for those AAA batteries. You may change them once a year, maybe, depending on how much you use it. So the Color Star has three buttons, as I said. One button is for color, one button is for light, one button is for various menu functions. And then you combine the use of all three of those buttons in different combinations to get you different info. And we'll take a look at this in the real world here shortly, but the Color Star has some other functions. It can determine the colors of LED lights, very small lights. If you can get the sensor to see the light, you will be able to find out what color that light is, which is really important if you're looking at something like a router or you know some other device that has multiple lights on it that you need to know the status of red, green, blue, amber. That actually is quite good. Occasionally, if there is a cable or a cord or something in the way that you can't get a good look at the actual physical light. I've got a harmonica battery like this. It's much harder to tell if the light is on. You can figure out if the light is on, but you can't figure out the color. So if the light has multiple colors within a sequence or something like that, you know, oh, when it's green, it's this, and then it turns red and you only have 10% battery and blah, blah, blah. So it, that it can be a little bit more difficult. The Colorino, we'll go back to it, its color detection area is round. So it's got a little round hole that you would place up against something. The Color Stars area is rectangular. They're both about the same size in area. So I don't know that there's really much of a difference. The Color Star being smaller, it's a bit easier to get into some places. Most of these require a very dark background. In other words, no light leaking in around the edges as you place the detector down on the surface that you want to detect. The color star is far less forgiving of invading light. It will beep at you and uh, you know, to tell you that you don't, you've got too much outside light coming in. The color star can also give you colors two different ways. It can give you the quote-unquote universal color name, which are basic color names. Then it can give you the name in quote unquote artistic. And artistic, uh, these take advantage of some of the commonly used color names like spruce and lilac and things like that. So if you're not sure what those colors are exactly, you can put it to universal colors and it will be much more understandable for you. I notice that sometimes more subtle shades of a color will come out if you use the artistic thing. I'm wearing a shirt today that it calls blue-black. And if I put it into the uh, universal color mode, it will call it black or dusty black. So it's one of those things that if you know your colors really well, if you are partially sighted or you have a good memory of color, uh, it, it, the comparison is kind of fun. Comparison is the other thing that the color star can do. So you can hold it up to, say, a pair of pants and get the fact that they are navy blue, let's say. And then you can take it over to a suit jacket and hold it up and push the light button and it will compare the two colors and tell you whether they are slightly similar or other degrees of similarity between the two shades. And that actually can really help, if, especially if you've got those shades of blue. Are they even closely related? You know, are they just off enough that it just messes with people when they look at your suit or whatever? Or are you dealing with charcoal gray and black versus black and black? The other handy feature of the Color Star is to be able to tell patterns. And you do this by holding down the color button as you skim it over something. And that will give you the pattern, either a business card to tell the front from the back, if the back happens to be blank, or a shirt that has stripes versus a plain shirt. And we'll show you a little bit of that here as well when we go adventuring into my closet. There are many things the Color Star can do, including uh, having a range of different volumes, but 
basically those are the major things that you're going to be using it for. That said, let's go for a little look into my closet with the Colorino and Color Star. And we've magically transported to my amazing walk-in closet to play around with our two color identifying apps. And so for this demo, we have the Colorino. Black. And we have the Color Star. Black. Okay. So I'm going to kneel down here in front of my great wall of work shirts. And we're going to take a look. I'm going to start with the Colorino. And I'll just grab, oops, I'll just grab a shirt out of here. What I like to do is double up the fabric in my hand, put the color detector right up against the fabric. And gray-green. Okay, gray-green. Now we're gonna do the color star. Here we go. Deep gray. Deep gray. Now the color star has two color modes. So we're now gonna put it in its other color mode by holding down two of the buttons and they are the central button and the far button with the horizontal three dots colors name universal okay so now we're on universal color so let's go ahead and medium gray so we have medium gray and we have gray green so this was also called something else so let's put it into artistic mode Colors name artistic. Deep gray. Deep gray. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and put this back in universal mode because it better mirrors the uh, colorino. Colors name universal. Okay. So let's grab another shirt here. Ah, here we have a long sleeve shirt. Let's see what this one is. And. This time we'll start with the color star first. Deep purplish blue. Okay, and the colorino. Dark blue. Dark blue. Okay, and we'll just grab one more thing here out of my not very exciting closet. And here we go. Very dark green. The colorino. Dark green. So now we're going to take a look at how dark and how light something actually is. This is exclusive to the color star. So I'm going to hold down the color button and I want you to listen to the tone. Okay, that's our green shirt. And now I'm going to hold down the color button on the blue shirt. So the green shirt is actually a little darker. The lower tone means it's darker. So the green shirt is actually a little darker than the blue shirt. And now I have the blue shirt and we're gonna go back to what I think is that gray shirt from the beginning. Let's find out here. Medium gray. Medium gray. Okay, so we have a medium gray shirt and we have our dark blue shirt from before. So we're gonna do the same thing and see which is lighter in color. We'll hold down that color button. That's the blue, and here's the gray. Oh yeah, significantly lighter. That is a nice feature of the color star. Now, the colorino, I'm just gonna put it down. We're gonna go over here to the guy side of the closet. Yes, and we're gonna show you comparison. So we have some suits here, and these suits have the pants and the jackets hung up together. And we'll take a look at the color. Dark gray. Okay, dark gray. And now we're going to compare the colors. We have uh, a range of things from the same to very different. And so I think there are like four steps in that range. So we're going to hold down the middle button here and compare these colors. And what you do when you do this, you take the first color reading first, then you put the color sensor, the color star on the next item and you hit the middle button. Colors are the same. Ah, voila, the same. Okay, so that's great. So we have a suit that matches. Now we have a pair of pants. And let's see what color these pants are. 
Light brownish gray. Ah, okay. Light brownish gray pants. And let's find out what color this polo shirt is here. Looks like maybe a golf shirt kind of thing. Light grayish olive. Light grayish olive. So let's go back to the pants. We're going to compare. Colors are strongly different. Oh, strongly different. Okay. Well, that might actually work if you were going to wear them together. But let's find out how light and dark they are. So I'm going to hold down the color button on the pants first. Okay, that's our pants color. Here's our shirt color. So the pants are darker than the shirt, and that might actually work depending. You know, that's one of those crazy color things. So, all right, let me show you one more thing here. I'm gonna look through the guy clothes here and find here we have a flannel jacket. So this is a plaid pattern, and I am just gonna run the color star along this pattern to show you exactly what it does with patterns. So if you have two shirts that are the same and maybe one's got a pattern, one doesn't. So I'm gonna go ahead and hold this, hold this button down. So you can hear the higher pitch. That's where the white is. I happen to know this is, I think, a black and white flannel shirt, but let's find out. Very dark purplish red. Aha. Dark purplish red. Very dark purplish red. Blackish blue. So we can tell when we've got the different colors by when the pitch changes. Then you can hit the color button and find out exactly what color this is. So I think this is actually a red and blue flannel jacket. And so that is probably the best demo here of the Color Star and the Colorino. I'm going to bring the Colorino back to the flannel jacket and let's hear what it has to say. Red. And we'll move down here a little bit. Dark, red, brown. Dark, red. Dark, red, brown. So there's no real way to tell the two different colors of that shirt with the Colorino necessarily. And let's go back to our pants here that we were looking at to see if we could find a match for them with the polo shirt. So here we go. Gray brown. Okay, gray brown. We don't really get a shade or anything with that. And here is our polo shirt that we were matching. White gray. White gray, so that's pretty light in color. So here you can see some of the additional things the Color Star is able to do demo of different lights on devices. I have here a polarity tester for a plug and it has three buttons on it, three big light buttons. And we're going to see this is one of those things where you definitely want to know which of these buttons is lit up. And the three buttons are in kind of a triangle shape. So I am going to put the color star right on top of the top two buttons. On this thing. There are two that are together and then one that's below them to represent the, the uh, different parts of the plug. And I'm going to push the light button. The color of the light is orange. Intensity 18. Okay. So that one's probably on, but let's see what the other one is here. The color of the light is orange. Intensity 12. Okay. And then here's our bottom button. And this corresponds to a three-pronged plug. So if you can imagine it that way, this is the one we don't want to see lit up. The color of the light is red. Intensity zero. And if that one is lit up, then yes, you have a big problem with your plug. So this is definitely a good way. You can also tell from the numbers of the light, how strong the light is, whether it's pulsing from the sound, and then you also get the color so these two were orange, which is actually yellow, and the actual sensors themselves are one is yellow, one is green, but that's not the color of light that comes through them. So that's what we have with the light detecting capabilities. Again, this would be really handy on a router to tell what lights are on and what color those lights are on a router. 
So that's our little demo of the Color Star and Colorino color detectors, both available from American Printing House for the Blind. APH.org. This has been Janine for Main Menu. Main Menu is a program brought to you by the American Council of the Blind and ACB Radio. It airs every Friday evening beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern on ACB Radio Mainstream, repeating every four hours until 5 p.m. the following day. You can listen by going to acbradio.org slash mainstream. Use the ACB Link app, now available for Android as well as iOS. Grab it as a podcast or call 712-775-4808. If you have an idea or contribution for Main Menu, please feel free to email us mainmenu at acbradio.org. Note, however, that airing of your content is subject to approval by the Main Menu team. Thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm.